from the Mercy One Studio. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Catholic Women Now. We're delighted you're here with us today. As always, here at the Catholic <laughs> Women Now coffee table, I've had my coffee this morning. I've had my water. That's good. Well, I've got yes. water, too. I, you yes. know what? I drink one cup of coffee, and then I love the, I love the taste of coffee. I just do. I, I, so I'll take you and millions of others, yes, including just, me. <laughs> so I'll take a cup of warm water and add a little bit of coffee to it and dilute it. So I still have the flavor, but then getting more more water. So mm. okay. Well, I think they say if you have to drink eight ounces, or excuse me, eight cups of eight ounces every day, that for every cup of coffee you drink, you should also drink another cup of water. Right, because it is dehydrating. Caffeine is dehydrating. Yeah. yeah. So but yummy. I like it yeah. too, especially with sweet stuff. So I'm excited about what we're doing. Let's tell our listeners what we're doing, and then we'll have our prayer. But okay. I'm so excited. Chris came up with this idea, so which I need to give you credit for. But we have <laughs> reached out to several priests locally, some in um, in Omaha and some in Carroll, but most of them are locally here in Des Moines. And we've scheduled them for the next, what, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to know what's on their mind, because, you know, they see things differently than we do. Their, their vocation, where they're at in the church life, parish life. A lot goes on. We don't even know what they see from the altar on Sunday morning. So we've invited them to uh, share with us what's on their mind, giving them the mic, so to speak. And we're calling it clergy convos. Yep. And not all of them are from the local area because we have one from Omaha. We have Father John Ricardo coming on later. We Mm -hmm. have all sorts of... They're, they're around. Yes, they're, they're all yeah, around. One us. from Carol. <laughs> so anyway, so today we have Father Chris Rising, who is from the di- uh, priest from the Diocese of Des Moines, and many of you know, and he's going to join us this morning to share his wisdom, which he has so much wisdom. So I'm excited to have him on, and he can. We'll just give him the mic. Yeah, <laughs> give him the well, mic. Yeah, we could we could do that, couldn't we? Just allow him to give yes, it a little homily for yes. us, make the show real easy. <laughs> so let's start with prayer. Yes, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit to thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So how's your U.S. Grace Force challenge going? You know, it's going better than some of the other challenges. Yeah? Now, okay. I really struggled with that. What was it, Nineveh 90? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But this one's <laughs> going better. I, you know, I'm doing level blue. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, see, I'm, I can only do red because okay. I, two days of fasting is about yeah. all I can handle. Yeah. And usually I only do one, so I'm bumping it, I feel like, by doing two. Um, but yeah, I mean, listeners, if you weren't listening last week, we, we issued a challenge. We talked about U.S. Grace Force Challenge, and it's three priests who are like, you know what? They're saying, if you want to make a difference here in the world, because everybody's concerned, what can I do? Freedom. Right. If you want to do that, um, you ha- you can change the physical realm by making a difference in the spiritual realm. So they challenge us to an hour of exercise, fasting so many times a day, giving up soda, sugar, junk food, fast food. Um, for 40 days, and we're on day third. We've got 30 days left, right? Right. Well, we started a week ago. Yeah, uh, We're on 10 days. Yeah. It's the 10th yeah. day. Yeah. And they have, um, if you go to usgraceforce.com, they have the prayers for each day. There's a different litany for each day. There's beautiful meditations, and each day is about being freed from a certain 
a negative evil spirit, demonic spirit. Right. Different things like fear or um, elitism. I mean, things right. I had never heard of. And it's not too late to join. So mm. if you go to usgraceforce.com, you can just click the prayer war button and they'll send you the prayers for the day. Um, and then you can look at the different levels that, you know, decide which yeah. what's what's easiest for you or what's what's going to challenge you either way. It's red, yeah. white, or blue levels. So yeah, yes. yeah, join us. Join us. Yeah. Jump in and join us. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, in t- we want to say thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting our show Catholic Women Now. She's been around helping us out for a long time. Cindy does just such such a great job of helping you to understand your insurance needs, simplifies things for you, and she can help you through all stages of life. And you can find her on the web at cindyschulte.com or by calling 515-226-2111. This is Catholic Women Now broadcasting Mercy One Studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be visiting with our guest, Father Chris Rising, on what's on his mind. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Hi, this is Joe Stopulus. Thank you to construction professionals for underwriting Man Up. Monday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Construction professionals, a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Julie Nelson. Good morning. I'm Chris McGruder. Yeah. Here we are again. Here we are again. Well, we have a, our guest today is Father Chris Rising. He's a priest here in the Diocese of Des Moines, and he's here to share with what's on his mind as part of our series on clergy convos where we've reached out to different priests that we've lined up. They'll be on for the next few weeks, a different one. And today it's Father Chris. Father Chris, you're in the hot seat today. Welcome to Catholic Women Now. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're the first one, so we're gonna. You you have the toughest job, I think, for the. <laughs> you're the for all the priests coming on. You're the trailblazer. <laughs> Yay! Yay! That's good or yeah. bad, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, we'll let the listeners decide, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it could be the next priest just saying, oh, man, I have to live up to that. Or, or he could say, hey, you know what? That's not so bad after all. <laughs> so how have things been since returning back to Mass after all this COVID craziness? You know, I would say this is I think, one, it's great to return to having Mass with physical people present. Because, I mean, as you know, the angels and saints are always present there when the Mass is said. But it's just so beautiful to have people back. I mean, but it's a slow return because people are slowly coming back. But the other thing that's beautiful is this, is when you think about the fact that the obligation is still not there, people want to be at Mass. They want to receive mm-hmm. Jesus. The desire. And that, I think... And I think that's the most awesome thing to see is see people, and and you see a little more people this week, a little more people that week, and you see different faces, or you start seeing people saying, okay, I'm going to come to the daily Mass. Oh, I love that. It's it's filling up a lot more than I thought it would, but it's still, I mean, there's still a lot to go, but it's... It's a good thing to see. It's good to hear. You know, yeah, I was meeting with um, the Veil Removed team this past Tuesday, and a couple weeks ago, everybody's like, oh, gosh, the churches are only a quarter filled. Well, some of the churches, that's all they're allowing. But it's interesting because all of us have said, but you know what? The next week there were more, and the next week there were more. And one of the things that we talked about, Father, was that there are people that really don't even know that the churches are open at this point. I mean, I, I've run into a couple of people who are like, what? Oh, masses are happening, you know? Yeah. Well, so it, it's interesting. It's a slow, it's it's slow. It's funny because, I mean, we've sent out like a letter saying, because when we came back to Mass, we sent out a letter. Uh, we sent out an email. We put a Facebook post, all that. And there's still people like, oh, I didn't know we had Mass. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so we got to keep talking about it. we got to keep yeah. inviting and telling people it's there, because it's just, it's a slow process, I think. And it, yeah. yeah. It, and it will be, it, but it's good to hear it's trending in a good direction. Right, right. Yeah, so that is very good. Mm-hmm. So what has caught your eye? Other things that maybe have caught your eye or attention about returning to Mass? You know, I think one thing that's caught my eye is just like, there's more people receiving on the hand, because that's what's encouraged. And... I don't know why it caught me one day, but I've been trying to tell people, you know, when you receive in the hand, we should receive the Eucharist, not take the Eucharist. Mm. But, it re- but there was one day at Mass, and it just hit me after communion. Somebody came up and pretty much literally grabbed the hose for me. Oh. Oh. And I remember there's a, a beautiful, beautiful hymn in Philippians, and it's called the Christological Hymn. And it says, who is in the form of God did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. And if you pay attention to what that is, it's really St. Paul making a comparison between Jesus and Adam and Eve. Because here you have the Son of God humbling himself completely, taking on our nature, and not reaching out for divinity, even though he's divine. And you have Adam and Eve at the tree saying, we want to be like God, so we're going to take the fruit to be like God. And I was like, you know, how often is it that people can come up and they, in some way, they grab the Eucharist, they take it. And it's like, well, you know, this is a pure gift that God gives to us, and it's to receive it reverently, it's to keep the hand flat. And and I also was thinking, too, I mean, with that, I was like, you know, we have a communion in the hand because we're trying not to have contact, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so many people, when they grab, they touch the priest's hands, and it's like, stop! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, just just keep a gentle, flat hand there to, to be reverent, to receive, to say, 
here's the greatest gift, and it's being given to me. We had um, a man on our show a couple weeks ago, and one of the things he's talked about was um, how St. John Chrysostom um, talked about in the early days the church before they received on the tongue that he gave a catechesis on receiving the hand. And I just thought it was so beautiful. He says, you make your hand an altar for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that just adds that reverence Mm -hmm. to it, that exterior Mm -hmm. reverence of receiving interiorly. you know, with reverence and awe. I remember reading one time about when you receive on the tongue, you're supposed to close your eyes and put your chin up and stick your tongue way out. And it really is kind of a posture of reception. And so, you know, I suppose it, it's some, we have to be reminded of that when we're receiving it on the hand. I had heard that you make your hand a throne. I liked yeah, that too. too yeah. So either way, it, it, yeah. it shows reverence. So Father, yeah. I just am curious, you know, when people choose to receive on the tongue, what is the best way as far as receiving on the tongue, as far as going up and, you know, extending your tongue and things like that? I've always been curious from a priest standpoint. Mm-hmm. How are we fun- supposed to do it? <laughs> How are we supposed to do it? What's what's the best way? Well, I, I think, I mean, whether it be tongue or hand, the best way is always to say, be still. Because, I mean, it's always funny when you, like, give somebody communion and, and they're all of a sudden moving their hands this way or that way. Or they're moving their tongue this way or that way. It's like, just, just. Just let the Lord come to you. Oh, I like that. that. I like that. Yeah. And and I mean, and obviously, if you're receiving on the tongue, I mean, open your mouth because I mean, I, I remember the first Christ for Life conference we had. We had Cardinal Renzi here, and I think there was somebody who came to communion to receive on the tongue, and and they opened their mouth and had their tongue like behind their teeth. I mean, literally. Oh wow. So it's like, like mailing. It's it's like mailing a letter almost, huh? <laughs> it makes it a little yeah, bit difficult. Well, Cardinal well, Rezzi was like, "Stick out your tongue." <laughs> 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 uh, but but it is. I mean, it's just, just to open the mouth and to stick the tongue out so that the Eucharist may be placed on the tongue. I mean, it, it's that it's that simple, right? I think some and people I, are a little bit afraid if they stick it out too far that it will fall on the floor, but. It always sticks to your tongue, you know, because it's wet. So, <laughs> well, I mean, unless unless you've been drinking like a hundred gallons of coffee, and yeah. uh, <laughs> Julie, no coffee for you <laughs> before mass. Yeah, and, that's right. And breathing and breathing heavy through your mouth, like if you yeah. just got done running like a <laughs> marathon, and you have no moisture in your mouth, and maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, if so, just on that topic, I mean, I've seen a couple different ways, you know, when the Eucharist is dropped on the floor. And just remind me, because I've, I've heard a couple different things, but what is the way that we are supposed to handle that with the best, most reverent? I mean, obviously, if you drop the host, I mean, you pick it up and do, do the best to get, like, the particles if you see them, but... Uh, and. You put like input purificator down just so nobody walks over the area because, like, say, do you have carpet and maybe the host broke? Then, yeah, you want to say, okay, we need to clean this up as best we can after mass. So, uh, precious blood too. I mean, if precious blood spills, you, uh, you put the purificator down and soak up what you can. But then after mass, come out and then it, it's cleaned up properly mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. everything okay. can be removed. Because I mean, I've. I've known stories where people have accidentally bumped the chalice or people have given the chalice to somebody and somebody bumps them or something. You you have these big spills. Mm, okay. And and so it's basically say, and during the Mass, I mean, obviously you want to address the issue that the Lord's there. I mean, 
there's been a spill over the Eucharist, and so you do the best you can there, but but you don't get out all the stuff to purify because, well, we're still at Mass. Right. 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 So, okay, after, we, we have about... So after, I was just going to say, we have about one minute left, and I'm wondering, when you're talking about particles and we're receiving in the hand, um, I mean, I've heard people say, once you, you know, put the Eucharist on your tongue, if you're receiving in the hand, you should then actually touch your tongue to your hand and make sure you get any other var- particles right. that mm-hmm. are on your hand. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, I would say this is, I mean... I'll, I'll be honest, as a priest, I mean, I get little nicks on my fingers here and there from just different things throughout the day. So it's, sometimes you might have a callus, and you're like, oh, I have a piece of the... Because I've looked at that when purifying and being like, oh, there's a particle. Oh, wait, no, that's just the area where I caught it. Yeah. The skin on something. Okay. And so, I mean, so you do that, but, but you should, I mean, you should look and say, okay, are there any particles? And if there are particles, I mean, I wouldn't say stick your tongue, but you can... Use your finger and bring the particle to your mouth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, cause, I, I mean, as a priest, I mean, I just I mean, you wash the water over my fingers. So I mean, that's how that gets done in the at the altar with the purifying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, Father Chris, we're going to take a short break, and we'll have you come back and join us on the other side. This is Iowa. Beautiful. Yeah. This is Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we're, when we come back, we'll have more with Father Chris rising. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Hi, this is Joe Stopulus. Thank you to construction professionals for underwriting Man Up. Monday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Construction professionals, a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610. Welcome back. You're listening to Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio in the Mercy One Clinic. 
We are talking this morning at the Mercy One Clinic in the Mercy One studio. I don't. I'm, I guess I'm at the clinic today. <laughs> Julie's laughing at me. We are talking to Father Chris Rising, having one of our cur- clergy conversations. And we're just asking all these priests in our clergy conversations, what's on your mind? And Father Chris is the first one in the hot seat. So we're back. Father Chris, we have another question for you. We're wondering... What can we learn during these times? What are some of the things that, you know, obviously God God gets the glory even when there's difficulties. And so what can we learn? Well, I mean, I think the most basic thing we can learn is the primacy of Christ in our lives. To say that, you know, for a lot of people, a lot of things have been stripped away from life, even going to church. And to say, okay, even in the midst of this, how do we get back to a good prayer life? How do we maintain a good prayer life? Because it, for some, it might be the opportunity to say, you know, I have that time to spend in prayer. But then also, too, as things start up and get going again, it's like, okay, how do I keep at prayer? Hmm. How do I not say, oh, hey, you know what? We had good prayer, but now it's, now it's time to put that aside because we have other things to do. But to say, you know, we need to keep going back to Christ. Hmm. But then you also look at the world and you look at all the chaos, all the racism, all that, and to say, you know, you look around and everybody has an idea how to, well, we, if we just did this, if we did that, if we did whatever, we won't have these issues. But how often are we going to sit down with Christ and say, Lord, what do you want? Or how do I be more like you? Because I think at the end of the day, I mean, anything out there, I mean, you get two or three people and everybody's going to have their own idea. And, and you know, some of the ideas are good, but Christ has better ideas. He has better things for us. Mm. I think we just have to keep going back to him. To say, Lord, you need to be the center of my life. I want you as the center of my life. And and let me be your instrument in the world. Let, let me allow you to love through me and use me as you will to bring things better and bring people to your love. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is so spot on, Father Chris, because I was having this conversation with my spiritual director the other day. It's really, there are so many people who need to encounter God's love and have that profound encounter of Christ's Christ in their life. And if they don't, then they're making their decisions. They're making their choices based on what they know outside of that, mm-hmm. that whole that outside of that love. And I do think there's so many people searching for that. And I think people make it harder than it is. I was listening to somebody earlier, and they were talking about how we have to practice prayer. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I agree with that, because that makes it sound like there's a, there's a way to do it. And it's just talking to God. It's just taking well, but, time and talking to God, wherever you are. But I would say even as a practice, remember that, I mean, a practice is something you do. And so it's to basically say that the practice of prayer is to say, hey, you know what, I do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, anybody who's prayed forever knows this. I mean, there are times where you pray, and maybe there's nothing comes to you. It might have been the driest time of your life. But you know what? At the end of the day, you said, Lord, I'm here with you. This is your time. Mm. It's my priority. Mm-hmm. And and from that praxis, I mean, there are other days where all of a sudden it's like, there are just things coming to you that you're like, oh, I never saw that connection. Or, or Lord, I didn't know this about your love. Or, I didn't know you want me to do this. Or, however it may be. So he shows up throughout the day. He does. Mm-hmm. But, but we have to have the grounding rod of prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the habit. Mm-hmm. It's developing yeah. that habit of prayer. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, what is it? Grace perfects nature. I mean, so you take that step and you just continue to allow God to work with that grace to, per- to bring us closer and to, to develop those habits even stronger. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting bringing us close and coming closer to him. We also come together, which we, we, I always, I always say, Father Chris, people are so afraid of being dependent on one another. And I always say, we're not meant to be dependent as much as interdependent. God wants mm-hmm. us to, to be one with him and with each other. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, I think the, the whole independence thing sometimes is, it, it's kind of like, look at children. I mean, there's a time in life when they put their shoes on, right? And there's a time in life where sometimes they they want their parents to put their shoes on because they like that. But then there's also that time where they're like, no, I can do this myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, And, I mean, and sometimes we as adults are like, I can do this myself with everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, wait a second. We're still supposed to be God's children. Mm -hmm, (laughs) We're supposed to depend on him. We're supposed to realize that, you know, we don't have the ability to fix everything. We don't have all the answers ourselves. But you know what? With him, he makes life good because life without him is terrible. And now more than ever, we need to be going to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now more than ever. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, you know what, Father Chris? We are reaching the end of our conversation, but we're wondering, um, would you please give a blessing to us and our listeners before you go? Yeah, let's pray. Your Father, Son, Holy Spirit, man. Lord, we ask your blessing upon everyone who's listening. We ask that you would continue to open their hearts to your presence and also give them the courage to follow you unreservedly and to just live your love in the world and to be a true sign of your presence. And we ask this all through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Chris Rising, for joining us today. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. Well, we here at Catholic Women are grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney-in-law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsive legal services to people who have suffered an injury. You can find him online at fredhaas.com, Fred double D, Haas double A, or 515-256-6301, or 888-338-6535. All the numbers today. Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is up next at 930. They're also going to pray the rosary at 930 p.m., so stay tuned for that as well. And we thank you so much for listening. We just ask that you may consider, even during these COVID times, um, we still need your help with prayer and any um, way that you can help us financially. So if you want to go to iowacatholicradio.com and help us continue to teach, evangelize, and defend our Catholic faith, we would appreciate it. Now go do impossible things for God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio.